Hello, everyone. Can we hear okay? My name is Veronica Ripley, and welcome to Isless Season 1. I'm joined today by our fantastic cast. We have uh, Urban Bohemian, Domestic Dan, and Chelsea Bites. Our Kickstarter is now live. If you would like to support our Kickstarter, please click on the link in chat. Today, I would like to begin our story in a little place called Arcadia. Nestled in the foothills of Mount Data, situated just north of the capital Shazal, Arcadia Farms is a vast and fertile meadow with a rich history and culture. Unlike most farmland which operates under the direct control of the royal plate, Arcadia Farms is unique in that it is mostly operated by Kassat-run corporations which pay their human labor force in company scrip, a thin paper called a shawl voucher. A variety of company stores and boutique businesses catered to the agricultural industry have cropped up in Arcadia, notably a small chain of airns known as night fairies to serve sorbahal, cult wine, and food and a few corner apothecaries called Peddlesons. Visitors to Arcadia are required to exchange their currency for vouchers and often report that the quality of goods and services in Arcadia is far below that of the rest of the platelands. Corporate performance is tightly measured in quotas and audits. These corporate zones which perform the best are given better rations, more vouchers, and fewer restrictions. Those which perform the worst live in abject squalor. The Taz Corporation, or Tazco, runs the northern agricultural blocks, which benefit the least from the aqueduct. Tazco has historically underperformed, and the human laborers within Tazco's corporate exclusion zone tend to fare the worst in Arcadia. Grown in Arcadia is the famous cult plant, from which much of the sorbahal used in the platelands is made, along with a leafy green stalk called a pila plant, which is edible to humans. The fester berry is also grown here, a tart, delicate berry with a distinctive red color and an aroma of rotting flesh, which often draws swarms of boneflies when picked. Fester berry, though edible to humans, is more often used as livestock feed. Arcadia Farms is divided into corporate zones, each containing at the minimum four habitation blocks, a town square, a corporate development office, a night fairy's urn, and a Peddleson's apothecary. The cobblestone of Tazco's town square is cracked and worn, but the small wooden platform which acts as a stage is sturdy enough. It is surrounded cardinally by crumbling habitation blocks held together seemingly by a fine, shimmering cassette filament. The Tazco offices, where currency is exchanged and the corpsmen call home, loom in the northwestern corner of the town square, casting a long shadow over the habs at sunset. Across the street to the south lies the local airn, called Night Fairies, with a small connected Peddleson's apothecary, which is rarely well-stocked. Supplies are delivered by Tazco once a week 
and a lottery is conducted in the town square once a month to see which workers will receive better or worse accommodations. Just outside of town, Pippet walks towards a large walled city in the distance. It is a crisp morning. The fog is still being burned off. You can see rolling farmlands ahead. The day has not yet begun or something is amiss. And as you walk closer and closer to the main gate, before we do, actually, I'd love to hear a description of your character. I love it. I am uh, not a super tall, but a stoutly young woman. Really, really short eyebrows, but also short curly brown hair. Olive skin, a little darker tone. But all I'm wearing is my blue uniform, got my backpack on, very simple shoes. And of course, if you peep on my backpack, it looks like I'm a, I've got like a little scientist kit of some sort. Just goggles hanging off on the side, several pairs in fact. And yeah, that's my quick and dirty description of Pippet. Excellent. Uh, as you walk closer and closer to the walled city, uh, you notice the checkpoint at the base of the wall. <clears throat> a corpsman stands outside, uh, arguing with someone, a very well-dressed someone. Would you describe your character, Pawn? Pawn is a... Tall, about six foot, uh, dark-skinned man, shaven head, um, with a short beard. And he is, aside from the uh, Fry from the Cloak, he's wearing sort of a dark blue and teal outfit, but he is wearing what appears to be a very fine-looking uh, purple cloak. If you notice, it has additional kind of pockets um, on the in sleeves for... Um, for various kind of materials, pens, paper, things like that. Um, and he generally has, it, it flits between a neutral and somewhat friendly but guarded expression. Now look, for the hundredth time, you have to change your currency before you're allowed in. No saints, no gents, nothing. This is irregular. I, I simply, it's not, I, it, it's not done. I don't, how, why, we have to have our saints on us. I, how do you do that differently here? How do you even exist like this? It's, it's not a thing. Every bit of currency gets exchanged for vouchers. You got to get vouchers in the city, but... You take your currency, you can have it when you leave. Vouchers. I, I mean, do I have to have those present on me at all times? Do I have to show those when I'm around here now, too? If you want to buy something, yeah. 
And what guarantee do I have that I'll get my saints back? It's company policy. Pawn reaches into a, reaches into a cloak and, and pulls out a small notepad and just starts sketching this person's face. Very well. Don't think you won't be remembered. Oh, great. We got an artist. And begrudgingly, um, begrudgingly removes the, the ring with his saints and hands them over. Much obliged. Guard walks away back into the city, closes the door behind him. Uh and leaves you out here. I'll walk up to the individual standing there, clearly frustrated about the shakedown they just had. And I'll look them once over, and I think I might recognize them. And I'll walk up and say, hello, are you new here? Oh, hello, no. Not exactly, but things of I, I clearly don't remember how things work he, And he looks back with a bit of familiarity. I think I recognize you. We might have shared a hab together. Yes. And there is now the frustrated emotion on his face because he absolutely does not remember her name. Well, I'm Pippin, and I think you're Pain? Pan? <laughs> Pawn. Very, very close. Very good. Fantastic memory. Pawn. You leave quite the impression. I will take that as the compliment that I'm sure it was intended as, I hope. A very good impression. I should be more clear. Uh, my words don't really mean much where I work, so I keep it short. Ah, uh, I do not have that luxury. I often have to choose them either very carefully or very flowingly. It can be exhausting. Um, they took my saints for... Yes. Vouchers? Yes, yes they do that. Um, it's been a while since I've been here, but I'm very familiar with how it's set up here in Arcadia Farms. Hmm. And that's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Can't really fight it. Well, as I said, it's most irregular. I'll wait for the gentleman to come out so I can actually switch my saints to vouchers as well. The guard comes back out from the... Uh... Yeah, like you can hear just like an unbolting of this big door in the in the wall. It just unbolts several locks in a row, opens the door, walks back outside with a single it almost looks like tissue paper, like it could fall apart in your fingers. Very well used, should absolutely have been replaced at some point. And hands you uh this tissue paper with some elaborate geometric designs all over it, and uh the human word voucher. All right, you get one voucher. We've deducted the cost from your total amount of saints. How considerate of you. You're very welcome. 
Oh, we got another one. You got saints, you need to... Let me take a look at you. Do you have saints on your person? I do. Yeah? Absolutely, and I'll take them out. No fuss. Just hand whatever I have over. Well, look at that. Someone capable of following instructions. I'll just silently look at them. Compliant. The guard mumbles something else about corporate policy and retreats back into the town, locking the bolts behind him. <sighs> Very tiresome. I just... I... I honestly, the rudeness. I mean, I, I know people aren't necessarily nice to each other, but there's a difference between not being nice and simply being rude. I didn't get to ask. What do you do nowadays? What's your assignment? I'm a, I'm a clerk. Um, I, I work at the university in uh, Limerick to the north. I, it's not terribly, I, I don't know if it's interesting or not, I, honestly. Um, but I work for bureaucrats and essentially help them keep track of their documents and their missives and their papers and Oh, I understand. It must be different, but it keeps you on your toes, I assume. I'm a oh. biologist. I'm a, I'm a medic in some forms whenever they need me to be a medic. So I keep up with papers and things, but more of the dire sorts, mostly numbers and calculations and chemicals. Yeah, Pond's been looking over her like the pack behind her and it's like you are very well equipped for I would imagine all manner of situations I'm gonna have you make a roll uh, for this perception uh, we call this observation in vectors um, we'll make it a very easy observation of eight <laughs> uh, given that uh, there's not really an attempt to hide anything here. Islis works on a 3d6 system. A easy roll of eight is uh, passed with a roll of 14. You notice uh, a patch uh, on one of Hippet's bags indicating a uh, tour of duty in the South, uh, in the skirmishes that you're very well aware of, having read about them uh, with the Southern Platelands and the Lissertian Holds uh, type of um, lizard-like group of creatures that live in the South and have been, to your knowledge, absolutely laying waste to the Southern Platelands. I see. Oh, um, thank you for all you do. And oh, 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 you, oh, you saw, right? Yeah. Um, it feels weird to take any sort of approval or praise. I really was just there to make sure no one died, and I only did my best. Sometimes that wasn't enough. If there's 
anything any of us know about our day-to-day lives here is that doing our best and making it to the next day is all any of us can try to do. Oh, you're absolutely right. Because there are worse things. I've seen them. And I just shudder. But I'll Eyes pull. like dish saucers, like. <laughs> <laughs> but Dude. I'll uh, I'll I'll move off of that subject and I'll show them all of my goggles. I'll show Pond all of my goggles. I have at least three that I use for separate situations. This one I use to identify certain plants and herbs and things, and this one I use for poisons. And this one I use just to protect my eyes whenever we're balancing chemicals and things, so you know I can at least protect what left I have of my eyebrows. Oh, oh my eyebrows. Man, it gets hot in the lab. Ah, that's not a, I, no, I, I, it's a hazard. Obviously, obviously, obviously that's from a hazard. Yes, yes, of course, yes. Um, the guard comes I back. You, you hear some bolts from the other side of the, the wall. The guard walks back through says we've deducted the total amount of saints from your from your total for this voucher and hands you a similar t- piece of tissue paper uh, you're allowed entry enjoy your stay it opens Thank up you. opens up the door yeah opens up the door and you're allowed for the first time to see uh, the inside of Tazco's corporate exclusion zone within Arcadia Farms. It is hazardous. The cobblestone in the street is uh, falling apart. There are big chunks of habitation modules that look like they've fallen down at some point within the last few hundred years. Some things are held together by a shimmery filament you can only assume is a cassad filament. Um, you notice very few people wandering around the outside. And you can see uh, you can see before you on your left a massive building that doesn't exactly look like the rest. While everything else is kind of crumbling, you can see a what appears to be a, a much newer building, uh, a much more comfortable-looking building, and you notice this is the corporate uh, corporate development office for Tazco's uh, exclusion zone here. On the other side of the street, you can see Night Fairies, a local Aaron. It's chain, and uh, way down the street, you can see Town Square and several habitation modules. Wow. This is great. Not too shabby. I, I suppose. Um, it's at least habitable. <laughs> I smile at Pawn. <laughs> um, the vouchers in your hands feel... Just the the oil of your fingers feels like it's like it's somehow making the tissue paper that it's printed on even more, uh, like even more willing to come apart and just destroy itself. 
so you don't really know how to handle it. Like you don't know where to put it on your body or like in a pocket where it's surely going to get destroyed. If you hold onto it for much longer, it's going to get destroyed. Like it's just very delicate. It's like holding a tissue paper on a windy day. Oh, and I go through my bag. I'll get like a plastic like sample bag that you'd hold for like any, you know, materials that you'd find in the field. I can hold this for you or package it for you. You know, I would appreciate that. Um, Pawn was reaching to get paper, but mm-hmm. like to fold it in. But yeah, it, it's going to need a little more, I think. Um, so he is more than happy to accept the offer. You, you do have plastic. You do have oh. kind of a plastic. It's kind of a plastic bag. It's a it's a filament bag. Uh, yes. So it's it is sort of see through, uh, and it does function kind of like a plastic bag would. There's not really a great seal, so you'll have to just wind it around. Exact. I'm glad you said that, uh, person in the sky, because that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's very much, it's very much like this kind of like web-like material where it does kind of fold on itself, and it can somewhat seal, but it's not like our traditional plastic that we think of today. So I'll hand you that, and I'll fold it, and give it back to you. Pawn takes it, and. He just kind of looks around, and does anybody else appear to be, like, the ways to the north are, you know, we keep our currency out. Does anybody seem to be, like, walking around with theirs, or have theirs attached, or? No. Because he's a little confused. He doesn't, you don't see any currency on any, this is, an, this is I won't okay. even make you make a check for this. You don't see currency okay. on anybody's person, but you also sort of doubt that anybody actually has any. So, yeah, he, he, he kind of, like, you know, folds over um, the filament pouch and, like, looks as though he's going to try to attach it, attach it to the front of his cloak and just puts it in an in, inner in pocket. Um, yes, I, I, I guess that'll do. You see a big sign uh, to your right uh, outside of this Aaron Calday Night Fairies. You see just a big handwritten, hand-painted sign that just says, Vouchers accepted here. Which is a really choice spot, given that it's right in front of the main gate. I, I suppose trade is good, one hopes. Um, but, and, and yeah, he's still he's still taking it in and looking around and, and also, like, watching his feet. A little bit, because it doesn't look super steady. <laughs> uh, a woman appears in the doorway of uh, Night Fairies, and she's standing in the doorway. She's she's younger on the younger side. She's uh, uh, in an apron, and she's uh, kind of staring at you. She's just kind of like trying to figure you out <laughs> do you know them uh they seem to know you yeah there's again the the looking around um and and looking back at this person and is this somebody that pawn recognizes um potentially uh why don't you go ahead and make me a, a roll we'll make it an uh an easy like another easy roll of eight 
That's a 15. Uh, absolutely. You absolutely, you couldn't forget uh, Essera. She was uh, bubbly and a lot to deal with. <laughs> she always had a, uh, a, a pleasant demeanor, despite whatever situation she may have been in. And uh, at one point even helped you uh, carry some things. And you just remember her being very chatty. Wait, I think I know them as well. Ezra? Heavens? Ezra! Is that you? Oh my. I can't believe it. How long has it been? It's been years. It has been ages. Precisely that. Where? You remember Pawn? Yes, I remember Pawn. Hi, Pawn. How are you? Oh my god, you look so good. Look at you. I, thank you. It's really nice. You must be doing Honestly, really, nice really well for yourself. <laughs> I, my skills have found their uses, yes. Wow. And you, you look like a biologist? You are very observant. Wow. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Come into the come into the air. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. <laughs> Absolutely. After my assignment, as you know, I was brought up to work in the South where we saw horrible things. But I also made use of my skills and I have become something of a very well-made biologist. At least useful enough to my lab superiors. Wow. You walk into the to the air and there are a handful of people in here uh, scattered around tables, huddling, kind of talking, drinking. It's very early and they're very clearly drinking. You can smell uh. the sweet scent of what you recognize both of you as Sorbahal. It's a distilled, lightly distilled beverage. It's sweet. Um, and it tastes uh, a little bit, it tastes a little bit smoky. Um, and you've definitely never smelled Sorbahal this fresh before. It can start to feel a little stale where you're from, where either one of you have been. Um, but here it's almost like extremely fresh. Pawn, this is how we are welcomed back. The fresh smell of Sorbahal. And it's actually made fresh here. They did not have this at the battle encampment I was inhabiting. I have to go get a cup. I'll get Absolutely. it for you. I'll get it for both of you. Do you want one too? Oh. You're, you'll have one. We'll get it for you. Absolutely. Oh, do you, do you, yes. We never have, had it like this. Wow. Do you have vouchers? Just the one. Okay. Is Great. This, I can do is that. Is this worth much? Is this worth... Not much. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll, you know what? I'll just, I'll get it for you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. She disappears. He, oh. Like, Pond slides a little glance over to Pippet, like... Or... Pippet looks, and, and if you look, I don't know if you'll have to... But I feel like it's very plainly on their face, or her face. <laughs> like, oblivious. Like, there is no consequence <laughs> to giving their only voucher to Ezra and all of that. Like, it's just over their head. Ah. Okay. I smile I'm up sure upon. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it will be 
just fine, especially once we get once we get a glass. <laughs> do you wait here, or do you uh, do you find a table? I go and find a table. Yeah, following along, um, following along behind Pippet. And Ezra got us. They used their vouchers, or did they take our vouchers? Uh, Ezra didn't bother taking yours. Just said she'd get it for you. Ezra's okay. very sweet. Thank you. Um, as you walk towards the table, you uh, you trip upon uh, over uh, some equipment. Immediately starts to apologize. Like, not even, he's not even sure to whom. Just, oh, so, so sorry. Wait, what did I fall over? What is that? While Pawn is apologizing to the equipment, <laughs> uh, Leaf is doing what? Oh, mostly just, what what foods do they uh, serve here? Uh, they serve peel a plants. Yeah, you can have yeah. boiled peel a plant. There's salted peel a plant. They have peel a plant that's been mashed into a Ooh. fine paste. Yeah. Uh, they have peel a plant with, with sorbohol, and you can get a uh, peel plant with uh, with call to wine. You can also get festerberry if, if you want it. I think they probably have that back in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the festerberry is absolutely what I'm going for. Oh, so you're just eating like a big bowl of festerberries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It smells terrible at this table. Both of you are probably not happy about it. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> are you sure? Hmm? What? Am I sure of you? That I mean, you you tripped on my things. Yes, uh, sorry, I, um, sorry, again, to your things, and to you. And no Han's harm. face is barely hold. he's barely holding in, like, the stench coming from the table. <laughs> like, they, mm. they, Do you want some? You seem to be very interested. I am finding myself to not be hungry at the moment. Ah, more for me. Is everything okay over here? And I'll come over and look to make sure. I was wondering why it was just me by myself. <laughs> um, no, I I had a little spill, and um, this this person, I'm I'm so sorry. I apologized, and I, like realizing he doesn't have to be quite as on edge. He's like. I am Pawn. I apologize for interrupting your meal. Oh, no problem at all. Uh, Leaf, the son of Leaf. Uh, you Leaf? knew Leaf, yes. Son of Leaf? Uh, yes. Would it you was, uh, Would you describe your character a little bit? Leaf. Yeah. Uh, five eight. Not very tall. Not very short. Uh, green eyes. It's kind of got a bit of a longer face. And some short cropped hair, probably cut himself, uh, wearing... They're green clothes that have kind of some brown splatters on them. Uh, mostly that, but other, he looks fairly uh, wiry, I think is the way to put it. Uh, tone strength, uh, clearly a laborer of some kind. Uh, you see part of his uh, left ear is just missing entirely. Looks like it was torn off or beaten off. 
Very Me. pale uh, is the other other kicker. Doesn't seem to get a lot of sun. <laughs> Leaf, son of Leaf, I have heard of you. You have. I believe your assignment is of laborious work. Do you climb? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have been tapper. Yes, of course. Wow, I. It is so wonderful to see you. We didn't get to talk much, but I did observe your very, very adept physical abilities in person. I had to study them myself. Well, thank you. Uh, my apologies that I don't remember you. Hi, I'm Pippet. Pippet, hi. Uh, Sorry, this would have been their first meeting. No, it's fine. Uh, would you like to see it? I suppose I know you then. Pawn, you have no idea what a tapper is. For all of the reading you've done, you've never, you'd have no idea what this is. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, like, in my, in my head, I can imagine the type of equipment that Pawn has fallen over, but it's just stuff. Um, since, since we sort of made a bit of a commotion here, mm-hmm. you know, Pawn is ready to just sit down here mm-hmm. and sure, not take sure. any more attention. Yeah. <laughs> as you, uh, as all three of you uh, are sit down at this table uh you notice ezra has come back with uh with two smaller glasses of sorbahal and just kind of has them in in front of her a little bit and kind of hunched over him it's like here 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 you go (laughs) wow it's so good to have have you back i see you met leave oh hello ezra hi do you want some more faster berries do you want me to go um no this is enough i think are you sure (laughs) yeah yeah Okay, good. Uh, that great. Good. Um, good. Wow. So, uh, tell me everything. Where, where, where have you? You said you were in some kind of. Were you in? Were you down south? I was. You know, to deal with the war efforts, they just needed me to make sure that they had enough healing potions and things like that. Truly, just a walking IV. But I made use of myself. I saw some things, and I'd rather not see them again. Did, did you see one? Did you see a Lassertion? No, 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 no. I, I uh, barely got onto the battlefield, maybe just once to drag some bodies back, but I didn't see one myself. But, oh, I heard what they saw. And they're ferocious. I hope I never see one ever. There's a morbid curiosity about Ezra. What did they... What did they say? Well, they said lots of things. They move like lightning. And they have twelve limbs. Some of them have fur beyond your imagining. And their teeth. Oh, their teeth... Yeah, I. Uh, it was all very discomforting. Ezra is enraptured. Are the, what are the other two of you doing? <laughs> Pawn is is like at the mention of of what even feels like details of the assertions. Pawn is sort of leaning forward a little bit. Um, you've no, you've never seen one. Okay, that well, <laughs> from what I understand, if you'd seen one, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> um, we only get reports and 
honestly, I hear more than I see. Many of the many of the reports on the searchings are they're not from my eyes. So Wow. It's amazing. There's a war. I turn to Leaf and <laughs> I'm absolutely enraptured and I I I turn to them and I say Well there's uh, something going on out there. I don't get much information, but huh. as you know, there's always something happening. Lasertians, they just keep pushing and pushing, and it's just really dangerous out there. So we have to do what we can to support the front. But that's why I find your work so fascinating. It seems almost so peaceful. Uh, I, I know you're new here. I know your your occupation. Are you all the traveling sort, or...? Oh, yeah, we go. Uh, it depends. Uh, my family's not really around anymore, so I figured I'd get some work somewhere else. Uh, the cult here is, is very nice, so I think maybe uh, I'd, I'd do some work here for uh, yeah, helping the industry, uh, maybe making some scrip. But you get to be surrounded by plants, trees. Uh, you get to stretch your legs outside. Yes, that's true. Uh, you know, maybe occasionally getting eaten. Uh, I have how many sisters did I lose? Oh. Oh. I can't remember. Uh, maybe two or three. Uh, you may have big families because you don't know how many you'll keep. Oh. I keep everything within myself to not ask more questions, but I mentally note all of this down. <laughs> Because I feel that would be inconsiderate in this moment. <laughs> but there's a there's a war though. That's interesting. Uh, oh, who is fighting? You said well, we are fighting the Lacertians. Yeah. Huh. They're an impending threat to us, and they threaten to swallow all of us whole. They're monsters, evil. Oh, At least what I swall- heard. Uh. Interesting. No, I've almost been eaten once. Well, then that's well, half the I, battle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, you're survived, at, at least. Oh, yeah, I had to take a big fall. It tried to bite me, so I just decided to drop. Figure the fall was better than getting eaten. It worked Ezra, out. Ezra is also enraptured by this and just says, what, what, what almost ate you? Oh, uh, it depends on the time. One time there was a thing with many wings. Uh, I think it may have been some sort of rabbit. Not maybe. I don't know. That one I didn't get a good look at. Uh, but uh, rabbits oh. are the worst. Ah yes, uh, there's so many of them. Uh, so many like to climb up the trees and get the food worms. So many. Uh, usually I try to kick those ones off though. They're not. As bad as some of the other things. Just kick him? Well, yeah, what else are you going to do? Amazing. Fascinating. Well, um, I suppose I should let you know, today's a big day here, uh, at Tazco. Uh, they're gonna do the lottery today. Oh. The lottery? The lottery, yeah. Where oh, yes. Today? Mm-hmm. That's happening today? Yeah. 
They're going to oh. ring the bell any minute now, and they're going to draw everyone's names and see who gets the better habitation and more rations and stuff. <clears throat> well, let's hope for the best. Yes, absolutely. I um, haven't actually gotten anything above the, uh, the floor for the last oh. uh, for the last four or five months. As you look at uh, as you look at Ezra, you notice she's actually pretty emaciated. <laughs> she's got a lot of bruises on her. Uh, looks pretty like she hasn't slept in a while, despite her bubbly like a demeanor. Her appearance is a little bit jarring. Well, today may be your day. I hope so. I um I was thinking about asking. Um, well. I was thinking about asking for consideration. Consideration is, is when you raise the issue that um, your habitation block isn't isn't doing so well, and then they let you speak to a, you know, to a cassat. What a wonderful idea. Pawn's face freezes at, like, learning what this is, and just, hmm. I'm. I don't know that anybody else in my in my hab would want me to do that because it kind of like it kind of makes it seem like you know it kind of makes it seem like a failure on their part. Um. So I'm a little worried that they might take it kind of poorly. But, but we need food and we need a place to sleep. And I'm I'm not sure how how much longer I can make it. Hmm. I'm sure if you plead your case and you show the work that you can do, they'll consider you favorably. Yeah, I, I hope so. Why wouldn't perhaps, they, you know? Perhaps emphasize that there are many willing and able-bodied people here who will put their skills to best use to, to better us all. Perhaps emphasize that. If you, if you pursue the, if you pursue this course of action, <laughs> as uh, as you say that uh, a door, the door to Night Fairies is uh, kicked open, and in to Night Fairies walks, no more like strides, a uh, a lean young figure with greasy hair and a just a wild look in his eye he's young and angry and he wears the uniform of a corpseman the government law keepers who here work in tandem with Tazco. Pawn, you notice on his shoulder an insignia. The insignia indicates that he is rather high in the ranking system of the corpsmen. Pawn's eye, like, upon seeing that, almost like this sort of deferential, but also just furtive looking down, like, not 
not choosing to meet this person's gaze and um but the looks a little concerned now at um at Ezra like just again the same kind of demeanor like mm, do not start trouble <laughs> oh yeah that's well that's one of the new corpsmen I think his name is I think it's Ingman. He's a uh, yeah. He just got promoted. He's a uh, hmm. uh, he's just awful. Oh. I think he let some of the power kind of go to his head. Pippet, you would actually you would recognize him from the time you've spent here. You know exactly who he is. Ah. Yes, I remember before he had clearly been uh, promoted. He wasn't great then either. We know what you do. Just keep to ourselves. Don't cause any attention. Stay quiet. Okay. He speaks up to address night fairies and just says, Y'all ready for the lottery? Oh, he said, I sit quiet but I pay attention. Why such the long faces? Surely things will turn out better this month. <sighs> yeah? <laughs> I, I just look around the room. I... Yeah, and there's, not, there's I do like, not speak until spoken to directly. Pawn nods in acknowledgement, but still says nothing. Strides up to the bar. Ezra! Ezra! She skitters over to the bar and just immediately just hands him uh, the tall, much taller glass of Zorbal than, than you were given without asking for or a script or anything and just takes a long pull and oh don't look so sad come on get a little excited isn't it kind of fun not knowing you can see from your table that Ezra kind of looks like she's about to cry which is not something you're used to seeing um and at that moment, <gasps> there's the bell. Come on, let's go see who won. We'll be right back just after this break. Be sure to check out the Kickstarter to support Islis. We'll see you in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. Hello, and welcome back to Islis Season 1. My name is Veronica Ripley, creator of Islis, and I'm here today with Urban Bohemian, Domestic Dan, and Chelsea Vines. Uh, if you would like to support Islis on Kickstarter, our Kickstarter is live. We are raising money to print a physical book. We have plenty of uh, physical 
real-life rewards that are available right now and are going quickly on Kickstarter. So get over to Kickstarter and check it out soon before they're all gone. You can find the link in Twitch chat or in whatever description uh, below. We enter in the tavern from before, uh, having just heard the bells... See Ingman pound the Sorba Hall, almost all of it, which is nuts because it's kind of alcoholic. And you just see him lick his lip, <sighs> slams it back down. The little bit that was left shoots back up into the air, and some of it gets on Ezra, who flinches a little. Time to go see who wins. Let's all go. And you see Aemon start kind of j- powered jogging out of the out of night fairies. I walk up to Ezra, and I just silently, you know, just grab their hand. I say, "Let's go." Okay. And I'll uh, motion to the others to follow. Hold. The whole Aaron, uh, you know, is kind of milling around, standing up. They, uh, they all kind of come outside, um, sort of m- muttering, right? Oops, that's not it. I'll kind of come outside, walking down the street. And you're all walking down the street. On the left, you see this looming building. It looks much newer than the others. Uh... You recognize it on as a much more modern building, for sure. Uh, but you recognize it as a corporate office for Tazco. You can even see a sign, given that you can read. You can see a sign uh, <laughs> that says Tazco right there. There's also an awful little attempt at a logo, uh, but clearly it's, uh, it's made for humans, and so it's not very ornate. Um... <clears throat> As you're walking down this cracked cobblestone pathway you notice before you, you're getting closer to it, uh, what could function as a town square. You're passing hab blocks on your right and on your left before you that are in shambles. They look dilapidated, right? If, if this were any other city, uh, they'd have been rebuilt a long time ago. But these are being held together by cassad filament what you appears to be cassat filament. Uh, it's shimmering in the light a little bit. You can almost not see it until it hits the light and it shimmers a little bit and you understand that there's that the only things holding a lot of these these rocks up there are are is it's just filament. Uh, which you know to be very strong, but you you're not quite sure how long they've been there. Um you can see Engman stepping up onto a platform in the center of the town square surrounded by a handful of corpsmen um, humans who have donned a uniform and uh, a, a dingy uniform and uh, pledged their allegiance to serving the royal plate, the government which controls the plate lands uh, they function as uh, ostensibly as aid workers sort of um, and a peacekeeping in a peacekeeping role, uh, but really, logistically, they function much more like um, like a law enforcement. 
You've never had high opinions of horsemen. None of you have. They're, you tend to find just the the kind of the dumbest elements of human society tend to shack up with the corpsmen. And they also tend to live in the, the, the development offices of any, any borough or any village. They tend to get treated a little bit better. And you know that Ingman has just received a promotion. The insignia, Pawn, you recognize the insignia, and I think you do as well, Pippet. The insignia that Pawn, that, uh, that Ingman wears is one of an interpreter. The interpreters are a select few group of corpsmen who are allowed and uh, required, really, to speak directly to Kassat. They can interpret Kassat uh, language, and, and uh, y- they're mostly used as, like, puppets, right? The Kassat transmit their will to interpreters, and interpreters then tell the rest of their communities what to do. They're, they're kind of like, um, almost like a mayor, right? Or like a official in some way. Zingman steps up onto the platform, corpsman behind him, he raises his hands and now, 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 hit the, hit the bell again. There it is. Now, now, now. Hear ye, hear ye. (laughs) Uh, I've always wanted to say that. Now I know some of you might not know who I am. My name is Ingman, and you all answer to me. (laughs) I may be new here, but I have witnessed a great problem. I know many of you have had issues in the past with your habitation, sanitation, why even your food? (laughs) That's why we have the lottery. So that any one of you can rise above your station and accept the mercy of those of us with the royal plate and our corporate partners here at Tazco. Everyone will reach into this bag, pulls out a big bag uh, with a drawstring over the top of it. It's heavy, very clearly it shakes a little bit when he holds it up. You will draw one tablet. Good luck. (laughs) Passes, throws it basically to a corpseman who steps down the platform and uh, passes it around. Everyone in the town square is pretty silent. Everyone is very nervous about what they're going to draw, clearly. There's such quiet here that you can hear the, like, the birds and wildlife around you. Uh, not necessarily the most usual thing in a 
in a, a village like this. This is stressful. <laughs> the air's just a little tense. Well, it's getting close to life or death for some people, so I imagine, yes. That's true, um, Pawn. I look around and the Habs have only gotten worse since I've left. I thought they'd at least improve just a bit. Leaf, you would know that uh, the habitation modules are only improved if corporate quotas are met. And you know that they have not been met in a long time here in Taz at Tazco's corporate exclusion zone. Yeah. Don't expect them to get any better. Like at all. This oh. uh Why is that, Leaf? Uh have they not been meeting their quota? No, I don't think they will. Hey, the quotas here. They're a bit high for what the output can be. Not many skilled laborers and things. I'm not... I mean, I'm not worried, but... Yeah, most of the time, this section in particular is very bad. Oh, oh that's most unfortunate. Yeah, I don't... I don't think anything good is going to happen for them. The corpsman stands in front of you, pawns. Pick it. Um, with just a resigned, neutral look, pawn reaches in and and pulls one out. Uh, pawn, you receive a. Uh, <laughs> I've rolled a one d six, and uh, for some reason, it's showing you. A, it's showing a different number on uh. <laughs> It's showing a different number on the screen, but I've rolled a five. It's adding a digit to the stream, but I've rolled a five, um, which is uh, a large house and three persons' rations. Pick um, it to you, Leaf. Oh, okay. Thank you. You have rolled a one. Uh, okay. You have no permanent shelter and no rations. Pick it. Absolutely. You have rolled a two. Uh, you are awarded a small hovel and enough rations for one person. Okay. And pick it. The uh, corpsman pushes the bag towards Ezra. Ezra goes to reach her hand in. Corpsman lowers the bag a little bit. Ah. Ah. Pick it. Ezra pulls out a one. You can see tears begin to form in the bottoms of her eyes. Corpsman continues on. Oh, you got the one too. That, that's a good number, I think. No, no, Leaf, it is not. It, no. Um, oh, they go high to low, not low to high, I see. Yes. Ah. Okay. 
All extra food for me. That's fine. Would Pawn what would Pawn know much about how the lottery works here? Um I think you would uh I think you would probably be able to infer how it works. Um Because yeah, like he he looks and understands that he's drawn well and, and looks over to Ezra and waits for the horseman to like basically just be their mean self down the line and and kind of um like i guess i'm wondering like after we picked did the horseman look or do we then take the take the poles and turn them in somewhere else yeah you have you have it still you can see everybody who's picked has their token um yeah he just he kind of leans over um towards ezra and just says buck up smile as best you can You can hear a, a, a tussle, uh, you know, up across the crowd. You can hear somebody fighting, like, no, it's mine! It's mine! And they're fighting. A couple people are fighting over a, over a, 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 a token. They both start grappling on the ground. Ah, ah. Uh, the horsemen come along and, break, break it up! Break it up! And they take both of their tokens and give them ones. Oh. Um... Is that distraction enough for for Pawn to try and swap his token for Ezra's without being super noticed? Um, you. Let's see. Let's take a look. Potentially, there are a lot of people watching, and it is daylight. Um, let's take a look. <laughs> You are also not skilled in chicanery, which this, no, which be, this would be. Yeah, this so is. So you more would be rolling we were... at a disadvantage, and it would be difficult, and you could yeah. critically fail. I I would allow it, but the risk is pretty great. <laughs> um. Oh. And let's go for chaos. Okay. Um, <laughs> Right. Yeah, at that yeah, he would absolutely try since they're all sort of together, he would try to whether secretly or just, you know, looking at it looking at each other's tokens, uh, give her his. Okay. Uh so instead of a three D six, you'll be rolling at a disadvantage, so you'll be rolling a two D six. What happens if we might help, maybe. Well, are any of you skilled in chicanery? Uh, skilled no, but I'm pretty quick. I see none of you have the, um, the proficient in chicanery checkbox. So unfortunately, no one was able to assist in this particular task. Um, and you sure you want to go for it? Um, yeah, I'm getting, see, the thing is, yeah, that's the problem is I'm already yes, and the cast is in the yes, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the corpseman on the on the on the platform can already see you sweating. Roll a two d six here. The, uh, the the number the number to beat will be a uh, will be a. Uh, let's take a look at my sheet here. Number to beat will be a uh, fifteen. 
No. Sorry. The number to beat will be a 13. It's average or hard if you're improficient. Okay. Average hard or very hard if you're improficient. So the number to beat will be a 13. Uh, let's take a look. This is 2d6. That's a 5. Uh, for yeah. some reason, it's showing a 7. I'm just going to go by what's on the screen instead. So on the screen, it's, you're showing a 7. And your chicanery skill adds a three to this, so you get a ten. Uh, unfortunately, it's not enough okay. to beat the uh, to beat the to beat the odds here. You may have won the lottery, but you have failed the <laughs> you have failed the dice check. Uh, <laughs> the the corpseman standing at the uh, at the platform is watching you intently and notices that you're trying to to do something with your token and starts stepping down off the platform with a uh with a stick like a big like stick big heavy beaten stick says hey what are you doing knock it off starts walking towards you do either of you do anything I look and uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would have noticed anything, but I noticed that they were talking to Pond. Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they're getting closer. We're doing absolutely nothing, just observing the skirmish there. Leaf, do you do anything? Hmm. I think I. Uh... I think I might slip into the crowd a bit more <laughs> away from them, actually, <laughs> to keep an eye on things. <laughs> and so I kind of just slide on back. I can't disagree with that action. Wow. <laughs> the corpsman, the corpsman makes it all the way up to you and takes the stick and smacks it down on your hand uh, as hard as he can. Uh, you take one point of damage. And the token is now on the ground. The corpsman walks over and just crushes it with his foot. And hands you a one. <laughs> Teach you. Walks back over to the platform. Uh, turns around and just points the beaten stick at everybody around you and just says, Let it be a lesson! Keeps walking. What would it take to trip him? Oh, he's gone. He's gone by now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's back up on the platform. You just walk up and try and trip. Get his knees. <laughs> no, I was I was hoping maybe to trip him while he walked past since I was I moved away. The lottery appears to have uh, to have wrapped. Um, what is everyone's final numbers here? It's let's see. It's uh, Leaf got a one. On also now has a one. Pippet, what did you get? A two. You got a two? Oh, okay. So you have rations for one person. That's good. Um, you seem to notice a lot of sad faces around you. Like, maybe a whole lot of people didn't get anything very good. I go to put a salve on Pond's hand. Sure. Just a basic, just simple oil. Just yeah, all right, bruising. sure. Do you, uh, do you have one of those in your inventory there? I hope so. 
So I'm not, or I'm not a biologist. I'll say sure. I'll say you absolutely, you absolutely have made, a made from the uh, plant that we find around here. It's really easy to extract. I could have gotten it from Leaf's bowl even. <laughs> oh, it, it doesn't no. smell great, but it helps. I'm sorry for the smell, but it'll help with the bruising. The uh, plant is pond? really, really resilient. Yeah, Pawn did not act, did not react to the to um to the beating but still reacts to the smell <laughs> like like that he held down but this is what mm. yeah absolutely absolutely uh the healing items in islis are known as uh elixirs the uh poisonous items are known as vitriols and you probably know the difference Pippin. <laughs> but you've given uh, a, a very small elixir uh, you've just sort of dabbed it out on a little bandage and wrapped it around uh, Pawn's hand here. I'll, um... Precisely. I'm not exactly sure. I think you have the field medic ability, and so I won't make you make a roll for it. You'll just, uh, we'll just say that the, the point of damage is gone. Thank <clears throat> you. Nothing light. Just, just to show that I care. You both have noticed that Leaf is now nowhere to be found. Guess he's going back to his job. I hope he's okay. Seems like it's breaking up anyway. Um, the the stage uh, now is full of activity again. The bag is reached back up. It's uh, it's just about empty, and um, you hear Ingman from the stage. Now don't look so sad, everybody. It's just one month. <laughs> How long could it be? <laughs> I wonder what was left in here. And lifts up the bag and makes a big show about about uh, his sleeve being rolled a little bit down on his on his uniform, and he reaches into the bag like a magician, and he pulls out uh, a much nicer token that looks like a six, and he just says, "Well." Guess I'll be keeping it for me. <laughs> and he steps off the platform, begins to walk away. Ezra, uh, as everyone is milling around and, and, and leaving to go to their jobs for the day, Ezra, uh, Ezra steps up behind and uh, begins kind of running after, running after him. And you see, you can't hear them, any of you, but you can see uh, down a, a little side alley uh, near a hand block, uh, you can see what appears to be uh, Ezra uh, pleading with uh, with Ingman. I hope it works out for, for Ezra. I'm not sure many things here work out well for anyone. You're very observant. Leaf, are Best you? we can do is try. Are you watching this too, or where have you gone? Oh yeah, I. After most of the crowd dispersed, you would definitely just see Leaf still standing there, probably after they've moved away, maybe ten feet, just off to the side. Okay, so you guys, uh, you, you see it. Oh, hey there. Uh, don't know why you did that. Did what? What happened? The, the, the point down at the 
how how bad is the uh, tablet on the ground? Like dust, like a few pieces. Oh, it's it's shattered. Yeah, there's like pieces have fallen into the cobblestone, and it's 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 not looking great. Yeah. Well, the reason I was asking was, uh, I wondered if it could be repaired. Uh, almost certainly not. It's a okay. pretty flimsy to begin with. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. If you did try to repair it, the consequence would surely be pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. No, did you? Did did something? Happen? I thought they were just being unnecessarily cruel. No, he. Well, it. Yes. But. My luck was better than Ezra, and. I foolishly thought that I might be able to repay her kindness. I. Ah. But a, I see. You. You got the. That number was good. You could have just invited her. I don't live here. I didn't know if I would be able to simply leave it, keep it. That's that's where Pawn doesn't know. He doesn't know quite enough to know if it was like... Uh, sure. I just... I. Like I said, it was foolish. And futile. <laughs> I think it was noble. Maybe not very effective, but noble <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. Noble isn't usually a trait that gets you very far here. All three of you uh, can now hear just a distant... No! No! Stop! Please! As uh, from deeper within this this uh, this alleyway that really only the three of you have a vantage point on, you can see uh, Ingman punching uh, Ezra pretty hard, just over and over. How far away? Uh, it's a good, probably uh, I would say two zones, right? Well, it's probably like hundred feet, maybe. Hmm. That's unfortunately expected. Stop it! I look around worriedly, and I say, "We need to make a commotion. We need to add, we need to yell for help. Something." But that would put a target on you. It's better than watching our friend get. Pummeled in a in an alley, and I'll just start yelling. Okay. And I'll just start sure. yelling. Help! Help! I need assistance. Uh, I'm trying to decide what's uh. What's I know, a roll here. Leaf has yet again started backing away. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, there's. Hmm. Asking for help is I. I would. I think I would roll this as a persuasion check for humans. Uh, so oh, you're trying God. to persuade other humans to come to your aid here. Uh, and so, Chelsea, that's a, uh, it's not a skill you're, you're proficient in. So you'll roll a 2d6. Um, is this something that, uh, we're just doing foolish things today. Is this something that Pawn, uh, not even knowing what, yeah. uh, what Pippet is trying to do, uh-huh. because help is the weird thing to say here, uh-huh. but 
Yeah, uh, Palm would like to help with whatever the yeah, commotion absolutely. distraction is. Han, you are trained in persuasion for humans, and uh, you can absolutely assist Pippet in this. Uh, <laughs> I look, I look at uh, Pawn, and I say, "You should make some commotion elsewhere. You shouldn't be seen. Go start something." So, out of a combat encounter, how this works in Islas is that everything is generally rolled with three d six. That means we roll three d6 dice to uh and then we add whatever uh whatever skill level that our players are and that counts as the as the check right um however if someone is untrained in a particularly skill if they're not proficient we call it and they roll a 2d6 except when assisted uh, a big portion of islas is being able to assist your your cellmates your, your team your players uh we call this synergy uh, because Pawn is trained in persuasion, you can offer synergy to Pippet to bring your dice total up to 3d6, so like a normal roll. Um, <laughs> your, uh, your roll will go as follows. You have, uh, you can now add two, uh, to the total that we, that we roll here on a 3d6 roll. And the number to beat will be a, uh, 10. So 3d6 is a nine plus two. Oh, I'm so sorry, hang on. Uh, clear, there we go. 3d6 is an eight, plus two is a 10. And uh, because you are initiating this action, you uh, succeed in this roll. Oh. So if we're just getting their attention, I want to direct them to, I, I want to just let them know that someone has stolen someone's tab or their ticket. Mm -hmm. It's like a little token, like a little, the token. almost like a clay, like a little clay token. It doesn't look like currency, but you could imagine it being used as such. They've stolen that person's ticket. They're, they're running that way. So you're just out into the crowd? <laughs> trying to misdirect them. Yeah, they've gone that way. Yeah, somewhere far away from here. And I'm so I'm I'm a little confused. Who are you talking to? If if we got their attention, uh -huh. Amon's attention, which I prefer, because uh -huh. I'm just trying to cause a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love if they come this way. That's what I want to say. So you guys are currently in in, a, in the town square, and you're looking at an event that's happening about a hundred feet away. However, oh, however, okay. in this town square, there are other corpsmen in addition to like just other civilians walking around, and you succeed oh, okay. in getting their attention. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you can direct them uh, to an event if that's what you want. How, and yes. How do you how do you okay. do that? You can both okay, you can then. both contribute to this pawn since you assisted. You, you used synergy here. I love this. I want them to go and get Amon to address some important like situation, whether it be. I like that somebody stole someone's token, and I that the only one who can handle this is Amon. Some. It's a, it's a threat. But Pine, please. <laughs> I, um, no, I, I mean, I think they already broke up one fight. So saying like there's another, there's perhaps another scuffle happening is good because they probably just want the chance to beat somebody up. Um, I don't know if that's big enough to also have, grab Ingman's attention. That's true. They're, they're, uh, ooh, maybe they're going to his... I'm not sure where Eamon's place is. 
Maybe um, we heard someone saying they were going to break into Eamon's place, is, or... Is there any... Is there any kind of, like, what what has looked like important enough, like, infrastructure since we've gotten here? Like, the scuffle is threatening to damage that. Something that would be far more important to the Corpsman than just... If the Corpsman haven't bothered to fix the infrastructure that's already crumbling, it's probably not gonna... Is there anything like... Oh, 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 but... Um, we were in the town square, which was outside of Night Fairies, which I love the name Night Fairies, it's awesome. Um, which is across from um, Tasco. Maybe we imply. Maybe we imply that whatever the commotion is, it's like thre- it's basically threatening to kind of spill over, spill over towards the uh, the the corporate outpost headquarters. So that like does that's, line that's up. The indi- that's the indication yeah. of we're trying to make here is that like it. Someone's rioting at Tasco. They don't so like their assignment. There's a there's a thing that you'd see maybe Leaf doing off to the side that lines up with this, uh, which is kind of great. Uh, Leaf has picked up a rock from the ground. Uh, and there's a particular thing that makes a very loud noise just over in the square there. Uh, specifically a bell. And Leaf was going to whip a rock right at that bell. While you I love two it when a plan comes together. This is so good. Uh, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to do it? Oh yeah. 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 And the the uh, the hope was there is be doing this without being seen easily. So I can roll. I have. I'm trained in both stock and ranged weapons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do it. I mean, it'll be a pretty easy check to be stealth. Nobody's paying attention to you. Yeah. But still, I wanted to <laughs> not be noticed by the corpsman. Since you're, uh, since you're trained in stock, uh, I'm gonna make this a slightly easier roll for you. The, to, to, to roll for st- stalking in Islis is kind of like sneaking. Um, I'm gonna make this an easy roll for you. Uh, and your number to beat will be 10. So, yeah, I love it. That's the perfect plan. Pawn and I are like, there's something happening. There's they're planning to riot at Tasco. We saw them. There's there's some sort of descent, and then the bell goes off. Oh, descent, good word. Cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you have a uh, you you rolled a uh, fifteen, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you rolled a fifteen. I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where'd Leaf go? <laughs> uh, uh, and then yeah, if I'm if I notice that I'm I'm not being paid attention to at all uh, of any kind, then it's just grab rocking. Okay, uh, you have a ranged weapon. We can uh, we can. I, you know what? I won't even make you. I won't even make this like a challenge roll for this. You can just we'll just say that you you do it because you rolled such a high stealth score. You can yeah. Just I'm just hucking the rock. Like I've I've got good aim. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, you're, you're not using a sling or anything. You're just throwing it. Yeah, I just yeah, okay. wanted, the, again, it's, it'd be more attention uh, drawn to me if I put a swing, sling sure. out, so yeah, I'm okay. just Perfect. whipping so you a rock. Just whip a, you whip a rock at the bell, and I'll just say that you hit it, and uh, there's just a loud sound. It distracts a bunch of the guards. Have you two already spoken up to say your piece? On yes. You've already, oh. you've already started telling the guards there's a problem. <laughs> Something's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that type vibe. Okay. Um, you see a much, a much larger, uh, a much physically larger uh, corpseman exit 
the uh, corporate office, the Tasco office. Uh, older. He's got a scar on one side of his face. And he's just, like, <laughs> really imposing. Like, somebody who's who spends all of their time just, just getting completely jacked. Old and kind of grizzled and shredded. This guy's kind of not even fitting in the uniform very well. It's like, it's like the, the, the little stitching is kind of coming off. You can't tell. I mean, you don't think it's because the uniform's too old. You're pretty sure he just doesn't fit in it. And he comes striding out of the corporate office. And he, uh, and he walks right past you and right over to one of the corpsmen at the town square and just points at one of the one of the one of these comparatively children in playing dress up in their costumes. He points at one and he just says, "Where's Ingman?" And uh, the corpsman is just kind of like a little shocked, like, oh, uh, just points over to the alleyway. You can see the party. You can see uh, that Ingman has Ezra by the collar. And the man uh, with the scar strides over to this alleyway. And you, you can't really hear very well what's going on anymore, but you can absolutely see Ingman lets go of her collar. Ezra drops to the floor, and the man with the scar starts shouting and pointing and pushing his finger into Ingman's chest. And you can the look on Ingman's face is very uh, distraught. Uh, the man grabs Ingman by the back of his neck and starts functionally drag pushing him away back to the corporate office in front of some of the corpsmen. And just, uh, and just, as, as he's walking past you, you can, you can overhear a portion of their conversation. And the man is, uh, the man is livid. I can't believe you do this in broad daylight, Ingman. I can't believe you do this. Putting everything at risk, the mine, the operation. Get back in I the- get his- office. I don't want to see you out here in daylight for three days, Ingman. You get in there. Get in there. And Ingman's just, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I get, I get quiet and small real fast. A lot of people get quiet and small when that guy walks by them, so you're not alone. You're not alone. But uh, if it's safe to move, I will try to make my way towards Ezra and just get them somewhere safe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you um, you make your way over to Ezra, who is uh, lying just kind of in a heap in the alley right there. Uh, you can see like some cuts and bruises. And you're already kind of emaciated. You're pretty sure you you. Uh, well, I mean, let's get a check. Uh, you're a medical professional. Let's do it. Let's see. You have um, you have biology, so we'll roll your for uh, biology skill here. Um, as a biologist, you're well trained in human and uh, other biology. So, uh, so yeah, we'll make this kind of an easy check for you since you're you're pretty well skilled at this. We'll say the number to beat is uh, is eight, and you're trained. So, um. <clears throat> see 
That's a 10. So even without adding your five, you, you still big pass. You absolutely can tell uh, that in, that's, uh, Ezra is not doing very good. She's uh, she's uh, kind of raspy breathing. You think maybe there's a broken rib. You can see some blood. A uh, lot of like bruising already happening, you know? So you can tell it's going to get way, way worse. Lip is split. I'm going to have a black eye. Uh, kind of raspy breathing. Don't move. Don't. Don't move. And I'll hold Ezra up just to support their neck. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I have anything on me right now that can help. Unless I just... Do I have anything? Or we're just pretty fresh to town, I assume. Um, you probably have uh you know i'll we'll say that you do you have it would be it would be crazy to assume that you the biologist wouldn't have a handful at least Thank of you. elixirs um Thank you. but we'll say these are we'll say these are rolls so uh so awesome. to tr- if you want to treat ezra we'll just we'll, we'll call it a um uh we'll call it another biology role um we'll just say you know you're gonna treat treat wounds right Yes. Call it biology. We'll say the it's trivial for you, so it's just a five. Just do what I can. The uh, yeah, the modifier nice. for this, by the way, uh, is if we're looking at uh, if we're looking at like a character sheet. The modifier would be uh, since since Pippet is trained in biology, you're given a total skill of three here, and that will be added to whatever. Uh, the total of your dice roll is. So, the number to beat is, uh, five. That's a 14 plus three, so 14, 16, 17. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So, easily. Yeah, easily treated. I, I get down there and I, uh, pull out my extra bandages and I wrap their ribs as lightly as I can, <sighs> salves on their lips. <sighs> I give them just a little bit of some elixir just to help with the pain for now. And yeah, just get them wrapped up. Like I'm a like I'm back on the battlefield, honestly. <laughs> You're having like some some war flashbacks at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely some while I'm doing this, I definitely have flashbacks when it's raining and everyone's screaming and people are running in and out of the tents. And someone's coming in, and they—they're missing an arm. And, Not yeah. just that they're missing an arm, by the way. Their arm is like—it's like it's been flayed off. Flayed off. Like there's Absolutely. little bits and chunks of meat that are still like dangling from it. You know. Yeah. Not just that it's been cut clean; it's that it's been ripped away. Yeah, exactly that. I go through that while I quickly patch Ezra up. The rest of you, you two can can see this happening. Uh, are you, do you have any thoughts about this? What's going on? This is kind of a gross little bloody scene. Oh. Pretty bog standard. In- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> this is kind of unfortunately normal here. Not the treating of the wounds, admittedly. That's They're usually just kind of left in the alleyway. Yeah, she she didn't fall out of a tree or anything. She's fine. Yeah, I mean, like nothing beat her. Like bruises heal. Pawn, what about you? Wow. you? You're not necessarily very accustomed to violence. No, um, like pale 
like if you if you could like you know the this the sweating is kind of turned into a different sort of a colder sweat the face really not betraying much but this is not this was not honestly the outcome that he was thinking would happen and he is very realizing very clearly that he is so far out of his element um at, at this but is a little bit pleased that Ezra is getting some help but yeah this is this is not at all what he expected for this visit um as you finish treating uh Ezra's wounds the party uh you the, the cell you meander your way back uh to uh to night fairies um and you are seated back at your tables. Uh, the, the the temperament of the town is uh, is a little bit changed. Well, onward and upward. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, you 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 help with the wounds, yeah? Yeah, it's what I do. Hmm. It's what I'm good for, anyway. Interesting. That is helpful. We don't have too many, uh, I guess, doctors or anything here in Arcadia. Oh. So. Oh, you honor me. I, I'm not a doctor. I, I'm. Oh. I'm just a lab assistant who's just good at fixing ailments and things. I wouldn't go to say I'm a lab superior or anything. Oh, I. Okay. Colin, you're you're seated there with uh, uh, with your thoughts, and you're uh, playing over that that situation in your head when the when Ingman being led away by the collar, the large, uh, the much larger, more dangerous looking uh, corpseman, and right. you can't quite get out of your head what he was saying. Do you have any thoughts about that? Well, he really hadn't expected to like honestly acknowledge uh, Tasco today like Leaf's plan and this thing that sort of came together he he his eyes have been sort of fixed on um on the building and i personally am trying to remember he mentioned in like a, like you're going to mess up our operation and was it mine i i cannot remember what he said exactly um, I like, immediately come out with it as you're in the middle of your thoughts, and I say, "So, did you hear what he said, Damon?" <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was over there. So he walked, Leaf. but he walked right by Leaf. By the way, oh, okay. He probably you said more about it next to Leaf. Just Leaf oh. wasn't paying attention. I uh, know I was not. Not at all. Not in this case. I'm usually very observant, but in this case, I was pretty <laughs> pleased with my throw and no one seeing me at all. <laughs> that was a good throw. That was that was a good throw. Um, he's he's thinking he's thinking about that and at at Pippet saying it out loud again, like his face kind of freezes over in that neutral. Like I wasn't thinking about that at all, but I am totally thinking about that. Uh, um, I don't. And even after hearing what Leaf does, do 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 I know I know you produce, um, you know I know you produce commodities that are sent around. But is there mining that happens here? 
finding here. Leave you would, you would yeah. know that there is a yeah okay good yeah yeah yes there's there's plenty of mining I don't do that myself but yes it's one of the main reasons for the town actually uh, the cult is is harvested sure uh, it's one of the exports but many minerals and things are mined here it's why and look around eh. Uh, it's mostly why you see a lot of people looking like they may have... Uh, you know, there's an arm missing over there. That was probably an accident. Uh, the, the You don't eat very much, and you do a lot of hard labor, and you look a lot like the people here. Oh. It, Has it been... Uh, would I know if uh, the mining was as big as it was when I was here previously, or has it seemed to have gotten... More it's intense. uh it's actually it's actually died quite a bit um ah, in okay. fact uh leaf you would know that there are uh that there are uh huge problems impacting a lot of the mines here and that's uh several of them have been shuttered indefinitely um they don't say that there's a risk of disease but um but well as you're having this discussion there's a um, there's a sign being ha- ha- a hammering sound. Just pff, 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 pff. People inside of Night Fairy's quiet, and uh, you can hear a, a hammering noise. Pff, pff, pff. And then footsteps walking away, like someone was hammering something uh, into the side of the door. Do any of you go to investigate? Curious. Does any, I look over to Yeah, Ezra. does anybody else? Yeah. Everyone kind of looks up, you know, wearily from whatever they were doing and just kind of with a puzzled look on their face. Nobody really knows what's going on. Hmm. Um, I would definitely yeah. get up and look. Should I, I just pot? walk out? Yeah. Yeah, at least probably already out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pawn stands up to go towards the door as well. Yeah. Definitely. And as you walk up to the door, uh, you open it with a... You can see a sign painted having been hammered very recently and the paint is still very wet. And the sign says, Attention citizens. Uh... A biological outbreak has been discovered. Remain calm. And uh, that's the end of today. We'll, uh, We'll come back next week. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm a biologist. <laughs> so we read the outbreak? Is that, that's not what's happening? My name is Veronica Ripley. I'm joined today by Urban Bohemian, Domestic Dan, and Chelsea Bites. Big thank you to the cast uh, for inhabiting these wonderful characters of Pawn, Leaf, and Pippet. If you would like to learn more about the show or about these characters, please join the Discord. We have a Discord server, fablescraps.com slash Discord. You can also pick up a quick play guide coming very, very soon uh, to at fablescraps.com. 
Uh, please be sure to check out our Kickstarter where we're raising money for a physical copy of the book. And uh, we'll be releasing these VODs here on Twitch, on YouTube, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So thank you so much. We'll see everybody again very, very soon. Uh, every Friday here on Twitch at noon Pacific. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>